or end of life management solar photovoltaic panels so laura coming straight to the question why is recycling solar panels so important okay i think that uh, for a better understanding of the importance of recycling solar panels and their current situation first of all we will need to pay attention uh, to the figures that involve this part of the market like gigawatts installed to date and the number of tons that this means forecast of installations in the next 10 20 and 30 years also about the components of the panel and the percentage of the material that we can be recovered this point uh, we can talk uh, later a little bit more, but it depends on the type of technology we can use uh, recycling the panels. Solar photovoltaic deployment has grown an unprecedented rate since the early 2000s. Global installed PV capacity reached 222 gigawatts at the end of 2015. 480 gigawatts in, eight, in, in 2018. And accordingly, with some market research, um, um, is expected to rise further than 10,500 gigawatts by 2050. Obviously, this last provision is changing and, and increasing with the current global situation nowadays, you know. Obviously, the volume uh, the commission the PV panels increase with the global PV market. Around 2030 is projected a significant increase in PV waste. However, we cannot forget that in Europe, uh, we started generating significant volumes of waste earlier as the PV installations uh, began to grow uh, up to the 90s. <clears throat> to have an idea 
about um, what is the meaning of all of these gigawatts in terms of tons of waste, by the end of 2050, we could, we could be talking about more than 20 millions of waste in China, 10 millions of waste in the USA, and 7 millions of waste in India. You know, with this, <clears throat> uh, we can start uh, having an idea about how important is the recycling process in uh, nowadays, you know. Also, we cannot forget that PV is the most environment friendly of all the energy sources. This means that a proper end of life management is indispensable issue for clean energy technologies. The good thing that all of this I am uh, talking about at this about the growing PV panel waste is like a present a new significant opportunities to create value and a new economy avenues. This includes the recovery of raw materials and the arrival of new PV end of life industry. As a result, we can be sure that sector like PV recycling will be essential for the world transition. So, Laura, all this while we've been hearing that you know, a solar panel lasts 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. But you've been an expert, so you let us know what is a lifespan of a solar panel? This is interesting and something we will need to analyze carefully since there are different scenarios um, that can change the final result. Okay, accordingly to studies, the life expectancy of solar panels, as you said, is more than 30 years before the commissioning. For that reason, 90% of the panels uh, of a revamping can have a second life after fixing little problems. We are seeing this every day uh, when we help customers with um, with these revamping installations. Uh, maybe they can have um, some small problems, but modules are working properly. Okay. Uh, but we also know several reasons why the modules can fail before those 30 years and offer us a different scenario with more modules for recycling. Quality, different things. Okay, we can classify, uh, classify the modules into three main panel failures following the IEA PVPS task 2040. Infant failures that occur up to four years after installations, average two years. Midlife failures, that is about between five and 11 years after installations, and wear out failures that occur about 12 years after installation to the end of life. Typical um, rates um, failures accordingly uh, customer complaints are optical failure, uh, glass uh, breakage, defect cell interconnect, loose frame, junction bus, 
cables, the lamination, isolations, power loss, and also other parts transportation also is a, is can be a problem and also some unknown defects and uh, inside of this we can have some weather conditions uh vandalisms you know it's like a different things this is important you know because um we use this to get an idea of how many tons of waste we can have since depending on the scenario and the number of modules that can fail prematurely, uh, the tons by the end of 2050. Now I'm talking in, in general, okay? Last, um, in the last question, I was talking with some, some uh, countries, but now it's like, um, uh, can fluctuate between 60 and 78 millions of tons depending mm -hmm. on the scenario. For that reason, it's quite important to, to analyze all the possibilities. Based uh, on the best available information today, the actual future modules waste volumes will fall somewhere between regular loss and early loss values. Okay, and then it's like a, um, when we help some company uh, to establish the business, in some specific area. Uh, all of these details are super important to analyze for the business plan because then they can have an idea about how many uh, tons they can have for recycling and how many tons they can have for uh, refurnishing. And also, uh, you know, it's like, um, it's at the end, um, as I said at the beginning, figures are super important to understand perfectly this market because we are talking about it's like a, it's different um, key players uh, in figures. You know, it's like a installations uh, now, installations in the future, modules that can um, be uh, the 30 years, modules that can fail before. It's like a, and all of this at the end is the result of uh, what we have for in, in this market for recycling. All right, all right. I get your point. So all these things in total, you know, they, they uh, like like for a human being also, you know, we take care of ourselves, we go for a longer time. We don't take care of ourselves, our lifespan shortens. The same thing goes with the module as well. Weather would determine, the transport would determine, the way of production would determine the life of a module. Lot of things, yeah? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. So, 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 uh, Laura, what is the current situation of recycling? PV recycling is still in its earliest stage in some areas. As we said, uh, the volumes of installation in the past was much more extensive in Europe than in other countries or continents. Inside Europe also, we have uh, Germany and Italy were the bigger installer, they did, that they were the bigger installer uh, in the 90s. Uh, in Europe, we have both standard European laws like uh, WEEE and also some uh, specific laws and rules for some different countries. For instance, Italy is quite tough with this. The good thing is that step by step, we can see that countries are talking and are taking this more seriously. Mm. Um, we can say that, you know, it's, um, today recycle mass 
could be around 8% at today material recovery rate. In addition, the experience show us that PV modules are not easy to separate with today technologies and mostly of the materials that we extracted is low value. Solar panels are made up more or less of 80% of glass, 4% mm. plastic, 6% of aluminum, 1% of metal, 4% of silicon, and more than 95% could be recycled. And this is something good. The highest value uh, components of the modules are aluminum, silver, copper, and polysilicon. For example, uh, silver doesn't represent a high volume in terms of weight, but it is the 14% of the value of the material. We could be talking about a value of recyclable materials from PV panels of more than 2.7 million in 2030. As we said, more installations are coming and also technology is, is getting better. Okay, compare, imagine, compare to only 170 million today. It's like a, it's a big gap. Mm. Um, and the value could be approached to 80 million by 2050 of of the value of the materials that we could yeah, that we could get uh, from the modules. Okay, this can show us and give us an idea about the importance of recycling the modules correctly. Hmm? I bet. I bet. I bet. So, so uh, what kind of machinery or technology is the most suitable for recycling, Laura? Yeah, as as we saw now, uh, obtaining the purest possible material is essential. You know, it's like uh, to to get all these fuels we talk. But also, obtaining the purest possible materials is the key thing in our industry and to close the right circular economy since that could allow their reuse. What we want to do is like a, we have a module, this module can have a second life after fixing or is for recycling. If we are in the renewables, we, we, we need to be honestly in the renewables and then we need to recycle this the best way we can and then it's like obtain the purest materials we can and then with these materials we can do both or put them again into again to the module manufacturers or in other industries you know and then it's like a, we have we, we close the cycle today the key uh, to a suitable recycling process is choosing the right technology. Unfortunately, for a long time, even today with some companies, have used machinery not specifically for PV panels, with a result uh, of only mechanical recycling without separating the materials. With this process, so only mechanical and not specific for PP, uh, the only that we can recover is aluminum and junction box, 
but the rest of the materials are mechanically discomposed. Oh. It is, yes, 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 yes. We need also in this point, <clears throat> it's important to, to, to remember because we all know how is the process to manufacturing the, the PV module, okay? And then it's like how we know that we have the glass, we have the encapsulant, EVA, PO, EPP, whatever you want to use, and then uh, cells uh, and the back sheet. And you have the lamination process. The lamination process has to be perfect for avoiding uh, and well, to protect the, the module, the isolation. Then imagine if we need to separate this, is logically we are going to need a um, different kind of process. You know, it's like a, it's a combination of process or technologies. And then um, the things that we have in the market uh, is are ranging from thermochemical panel recycling, different melting process or series of patented mechanical steps that, that can separate uh, the glass and the rest of the materials. I had a conversation with, um, I am in, in, in touch with uh, mostly all the machinery producers for this, and also with people that are, are trying to develop new machines. And um, I saw uh, some Japanese that they can remove uh, very easily the glass first, and this is amazing method um, because they get a very white uh, glass and that this is the most crucial separator. You know, it's like uh, because mm -hmm. to get them, the purest glass is super difficult if you have there the, the encapsulant. And also uh, some uh, American guys that uh, they have a nice process. It's, all of them is mechanical, but they have a patented uh, method that it seems that they can get a very high value of the, of the materials. And I am um, honestly very surprised. Uh, in general, all the process uh, start with an operator uh, putting, uh, placing the modules into the um, into the machine. And the first process is to remove the frame and also the junction box, and then uh, is different kind of uh, possibilities. You know, it's like a, uh, there are some machines that they can uh, manage all the module in once, or that they need to cut it. Also, we need to think that when we are we are getting a module for recycling, it's not a perfect module, clean and good shape. No, it's broken. Mm -hmm. It's uh, with uh, some uh, solid items. You know, it's like a, we need a machine that can manage all of these things, you know, in a perfect way. Uh, when a customer uh, contact us, uh, for me, the most important thing is to um, understand what is the final goal, how they want to organize the company, uh, because there are some kind of machines that they can fit into the container and then you can put the machine into the installation and have some recycling uh, on site. And, and don't move the modules, move the machine, you know, and um, because some companies, they prefer to do this way. Others, they prefer to move the modules uh, into the factory and maybe to have a more extensive um, machinery to do all the process. And then for me, uh, the right balance is to 
to find the right technology that combine get the purest materials with the lower um, um, energy and also uh, you know energy cost and also with the with the facilities because at the end this has to be you know in this nowadays uh, recycling modules also is quite expensive and this mm -hmm. has to be something that is has, has to be cheap because they need to get the money from the materials not for the customer because then um, the market is going to be, you know, like a, we are going to move to a more legal and an and established market. If to recycle modules is super expensive, then, you know, in some moments, people, maybe they can leave some modules without recycling for years or whatever. And this is not good for our environment. And this is super important. Laura, so as I just cut you in between, you know, so I just wanted to know one more thing, you know, and probably that 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 is my next question also. Tell us about refurnishing and second life of a solar panel. Yeah. Um, in my experience um, in, in this business, I saw that approximately 95% of the modules could be retrofitted and returning to the market. As we said before, uh, some modules uh, can have more than 30 years life, okay? And others uh, that have some issues and cannot be used in some installations, uh, maybe are good for other parts of the world or other installations that has not so high requirements. Here, the most important thing and something that everybody needs to pay attention is that uh, the refurnish job, the fixing job of the PV panels, they must be for professional people. This is super important. One mm. thing is that uh, we can reuse the modules and put again in some market. Another thing is that we are, uh, we have uh, some modules that have some issues um, and then it's like uh, to change the, those modules without doing anything from one installation to the other, one, from one country to the other. The, this is not uh, a law, you know, it's like uh, because at the end you can have any problem with this. You need to analyze the modules to see what is the problem, to fix the problem with professional people. And then with this, those modules that maybe are, I don't know, at the beginning they had 250 watts and now they can have 190 or 200 or whatever that maybe in some installations in Europe you are uh, um, losing power and losing money at the same time you know but maybe for other markets that 190 is super good uh, power and they have more than enough but they need to be safe you know and this is the most important thing when we talk about refurnish or fixing modules. I am collaborating with a super good company is like uh, they're based in Germany and also they have uh, in, 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 in Spain and in China um, and they can solve any problem you have at installation. Doesn't matter if you are 
you are at the beginning and then you need to fix little issues um, and, and you don't need to remove the modules, you know, or these modules are in midlife life with, uh, as we saw uh, before, or maybe now it's time for uh, revamping the installation or uh, put away these modules and to change for others and to have in second life. Um, but, um, you know, this um, business about refurnishing um, and fixing is not a, a, um, a standard job. It's also bespoke job, you know, it's like uh, you need to analyze what is happening. Each installation is different and, 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 and can happen different things, you know, and then you need to understand very well that. So, 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 Laura, what kind of a business model uh, would you suggest uh, globally? Okay, <clears throat> this, uh, you know, it's um, as uh, we have been talking during the this nice call. Um, we need to think about circular economy. And, and the business model also have to close the loop, you know, it's like uh, the cycle. And then we need to remember the three R's, reduce, re reduce, reuse, and recycle. And then when something cannot be repaired or reuse, then it's time it's time for recycling. For me, the business model for this is uh, as what I am recommending always to my customers. First of all, is to be global uh, because installations are mm, around the world. Also, maybe the same owners, the same EPCs are the owners of different installations in different places. Then they want to have the same supplier, you know, and 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 you have to cover different areas. And this can be with your own facilities or also with different kind of joint ventures that I saw in this market. And then is uh, first is global and second is uh, having the three things is uh, be able to repair in the modules, be able uh, to uh, recite the modules or reuse the modules if uh, the, the market uh, of these modules can have a second life. Okay. Okay. So three R's. We talk about reduce, yeah. reuse, and recycle. Exactly. These are these are three mantras by Laura. Exactly. So, and global. Yeah. You know, like a three R's in global in global perspective. Yes. Right, right, right. So so thank you so much, Laura. It it was wonderful having you at RE Master Talks. In fact, it was invigorating to know about the reuse, recycle. And probably we'd not given a thought about it. India has, uh, you know, it's, it's globally one of the biggest installers, you know, worldwide. And the kind of installations which have happened over a period of time till date, we would certainly require reuse and recycle very soon. So I do look forward to seeing you and, you know, if uh, God uh, permits, so we will have you at REI on 28th or on 29th and 30th of September. And uh, thereby, we are also having a session on uh, circular economy. And all uh, to all our audience who would be watching this uh, YouTube and the LinkedIn session, you know, we invite all of them to be there at REI and be part of this exclusive session, which will tell them that how recycle, how a PV panel could be recycled and reused. So thank you so much, Laura, for being here with us. And it was such a pleasure to have you.
it has been a pleasure, honestly, to be able to share, you know, my little knowledge about this market and also because I am a passionate about the industry and also I think that we need to realize how important is nowadays to pay attention in this specific area. And then it's like uh, whatever I can do for help you or your, your, your audience, please let me know, okay, because I will be there. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Amit Vats at Ari Mask Talks. R.E. Master, Master Talk. Master Talk. Master Talk.